Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the premiere episode of Incantation Nation. I am your host, Hedera Bindwood, and my lead producer this evening is Bradwick, and my resident antagonist is Neve Lessingbrook. You both want to say hey? Hello. Hey. Okay, <laughs> perfectly. Um Okay, so I needed to share before we begin the evening because I feel like I need to honor what the citizens of Incantation Nation need from um, from the podcast, and I feel like I would be remiss if I did not announce um, that Justice Ginsburg has passed away this evening. We just got that news, and so I am making some quick last-minute changes to our lineup so that we can give you the nuts and bolts. If you hear a quiver in my voice, you're going to have to forgive me, but I am going to power through our um, outline, and then I'm going to give folks the opportunity to Sign out and go ahead and turn on whatever news channel you need to have on or seek your support systems. But I would be remiss if we did not honor Justice Ginsburg and her life's work this evening. Um, And in honor of her, I need to read an incantation to you all that I wrote a couple years ago. And I feel like it is, you know, part and parcel and extremely appropriate as an incantation before we move forward with the rest of the evening. It is called No Song Need Be Lost. Survival bestows a sword and motherhood a crown. Solitude grafts dexterity and advocacy renown. If it were an easy task, most any would survive. And I know not the faded steps, nor how I stay alive. Most days I plan my breath, much else too much to bear. I am paralyzed of movement 
and sightless blinding glares. See ahead a fiction that I am to foment, but rent am I of garment, my courage long since spent. I am told by many prophets that I have paid along my way, that I need not carry currency. Far wanderers felt my sway. The many, they sing back to me, faint songs that I once hummed, heartstrings that I'd played aloud, unaware the truths I summed. From inside my fear, I did encant my fading strength aloft. Far into that black abyss, a voice unheard so soft. Innumerable others heard my cries and hearkened to my song. An endless army gathered nigh to show me I was wrong. For any lyric writ of truth can find the distant ear. It brings to life an endless flame that burns across countless years. I saw that I had met and loved a thousand shades in stride. What they believed abandoned, we no longer had to hide. For when enduring seems least likely, we must merely sing aloft. For when we share like lyric, then no song need be lost. I'd like to take a minute for Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All righty. I know that we've taken a somber note in the first minutes of Incantation Nation, but I feel like it is of infinite importance that not only do we speak to Justice Ginsburg, but also the fact that she answered her calling and she lived her life with passion, and that her incantations, her spell work, her deep wisdom and knowing. Okay, taking a breath. Those are her incantations and the magic that she has worked as an advocate, as a survivor, as a woman uh, living and passing into the veil as we speak is an important foundation and role model to look to when we consider the courage that we muster every day and the strength it takes 
to understand yourself as a powerful person with a gift to bring to your community and to your coven and to paganry itself. Justice Ginsburg is such an example, and though her craft was law and advocacy, it changed lives in a hugely magical way. And I just wanted to take those moments to honor her and segue into why it is that Incantation Nation was formed, um, we see it serving for our pagan and witchcraftian and occult community. And I'm going to introduce myself, the abbreviated version, uh, because the tone of the podcast has changed suddenly in the moments before we came on air, literally moments before we came on air. But I want to be sure that you all understand that we are going to be giving airtime and awareness and both gravity and levity in this podcast for the months and years to come. I am certain of that. Um, But I just felt we needed to give you what you came here for this evening because that's what leadership looks like. To that end, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am Hedera Bindwood. I am the founder and owner of Laughing Brook Spellcrafting and Ancestral Arts in Huntersville, North Carolina, which opened in 2012. Um, It was, is, now that we've pressed pause on it, a meeting place for the occult community, the pagan and witch communities to come and be inspired by ancestral artwork as well as to be able to meet other folks, attend classes, and uh, pick up gorgeous artwork and supplies that uh, practitioners need to develop themselves, find inspiration, and make their lives happen uh, the way that they want it to be. And when things start unraveling, as sometimes they are wont to do, you can come together as a pagan or witchcraftian community. Perhaps not right now because of the COVID pandemic. We can't do that in person, but we certainly can and will do that on air in this podcast. Um, and we do have a Incantation Nation Facebook page where folks can post or comment or uh, ask questions. Um, we also do have a email address, which is IncantationNation2020 at yahoo.com. I'll repeat these again at the end of the show. Um, Our voicemail line is soon to follow. Um, I'm working out some kinks 
with that process. And the call-in number, we will get that and distribute that when we have segments where we want folk to call in and raise their voice in this revolutionary podcast. Um, But if you ask me what would I want you to know, for example, if I had only two minutes to communicate the most important aspect of who I am, what would I want my listeners to know? And I guess what I would want the citizens of Incantation Nation to know about me is that I am absolutely dedicated to raising my voice um, as an advocate and as a witch and as a uh, a woman who loves her community profoundly. Um, I can tell you that um, I have a gorgeous batch of crumb-snatching children Um, some of whom may or may not be on this call. But I take nurturing very seriously. Uh, For blessing or worse, as gift or a curse, see another incantation for you guys. But um, I need to expose loneliness and isolation as a fraud, actually, so that I can tell you, you are not alone. We are available for you. We are with you. And that isolation doesn't mean, you know, being locked up in the attic for quarantine for 27 weeks in a row. You can be comforted in knowing that you have a nation. You have a village of people who love you and who practice, maybe not exactly the same way, but I take it as a personal core value of my own to expose feeling alienated and excluded from other populations and demographics, um, and that you have a nation. And that's you know, one of my core values is to stand in that gap and present myself as a resource for the community that if you need something, you let us know. And if we don't have the answers, we're humble enough to send you in the direction of great resources within the pagan and witchcraftian communities um, and that there are organizations there for you and when we are released back into the wild as feral pagans when the covids are more closely kept to heel there are uh, festivals and gatherings and events and conferences that you all can be part of and know about and many of those have online presences and podcasts of their own So as those resources become available, another one of my core values is to put those resources out on the table um, so that you can add to your repertoire and self-care the resources that you need 
to become more you and to capitalize on your gifts and unfolding as a witch or practitioner of whichever um, craft you practice. Uh, what else can I tell you about myself? The podcast is a natural um, outgrowth uh, and a demand that was made recently, and I say recently as in about six to eight weeks ago, by a uh, beloved villager in uh, Village Laughingbrook, which is our online community. And it was a... Thunderbolt, a thunderclap, a lightning strike of brilliance, and I'm so glad that it's happening. And, you know, I feel like all of the stars are aligning to make this podcast exactly what it needs to be and to reach the, the folks um, that need it to be an anchor or even an inspiration for them. Um but the podcast is as much a part of who I am as our virtual village is, as our incantation nation of individuals here nationally and overseas. Um, and so that's part of who I am. Granted, at six and seven years old, all I wanted to be was a singer and an actress, but if anyone uh, can can tell you one truth <laughs> it's that uh me in person and me on air is very theatrical and very comedic um some of it slapstick some of it cleverness but you're gonna get all of that uh, because that's what i like to bring forward out of myself used to think i was a teacher now really i'm just a comedian um that said, I'm going to throw to my lead engineer, Bradwick, and ask him to introduce himself and who he is, and I will press him with questions if he doesn't give us as much dirt and grit and sordid backstory as I think you guys should know. So, Bradwick, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Adara. Uh, hello, everyone. I am Bradwick. Um, I have, uh, I used to say I'm a recovering Catholic, um, but I um, have recently <laughs> transitioned to, <laughs> uh, some members of my family will say that, too, that they, we are all recovering Catholics. Um but I uh, actually made the transition to um, uh, paganism recently. Uh, it's been several years now, and um, uh, I am this this cast is going to be as much as a learning experience for me as it will be for <laughs> our viewers, which I'm really excited about. Um, but um, I know that uh, you mentioned uh, when you're introducing yourself. Um, some of your things were exposing the loneliness and isolation, which is, you know, what I had actually come to Federa about, um, which is mm -hmm. why we're here on this podcast. Um, 
mm-hmm. couple months ago when uh, COVID hit and then we had the, the Black, Lives, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, stuff start to escalate. You know, I was, I felt very isolated. Um, I had mm-hmm. just kind of started a new job. I was still uh, hunkered down in, at my house. I hadn't seen people in so long, and things were just getting a little dark. And here I was, uh, part of uh, the, the Laughing Brook uh, Village Facebook group, and there's, you know, over 500 members in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, if, if we're all here in this, in this virtual space, and, mm-hmm. and, and we are all practitioners and, 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 and witches and, and working in our craft in our own right, why why can't we, you know, come together and do something? So I had actually asked Adara, I, I said, you know what, I'm I'm feeling some type of way right now. Um, can you address the village? Uh, which is what we called ourselves, the, the villagers. And can you address all of us at once to bring us all together so that we can like collectively amass our crafts and, and work towards something? And then right. uh, a couple of weeks Later, is <laughs> kind of you know I'll do you one better, Bradwick. I'm, I'm putting you on live radio. <laughs> so, so here I am. <laughs> well, and 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 big idea equals action item. So if you come up with some brilliant plan, isn't it most appropriate for the person with the brilliant plan, Bradwick, to? have a hand in the creation of the thing. I mean, would you agree? I agree. And I, I am, I am definitely thankful. Um, definitely thankful for this opportunity. I'm so excited to um, see how this impacts our community, uh, both, um, you know, near and far. Uh, I know that we already have a decent reach and I'm excited to see what comes from that. I'm excited to see how we can maybe help some other people. Um, you know, I, uh, one of our other villagers um, actually brought me into this mix and, and introduced me to Hedera, and um, that came at a time where I was a little lost. You know, I wasn't very religious. I'm sorry, Mom. Um, but I, um, you know, I was raised. <laughs> Wait, your mother's that fantastic. Okay, well, well, she she said she was going to tune in, so that's what. <laughs> um, so, wow. So I, yeah, yeah, um, but, you know, I was I, I kind of lost. Um, I was going through some things, and I, I met um, one of our other villagers, Megan Deputy, who introduced me to Hedera, and I was suddenly kind of awoken to this whole other side of things that I knew was there. Wait, do you find I'm gonna me be great? Like, Is that what you <laughs> What? Did you just say you were, you were kind of awoken? I feel like a bucket of ice cold water that got thrown in your face. Is that Is that the kind of awoken you're describing? Mm, okay, maybe Brad. a little more tame. <laughs> I was just going to say, hold on. Um, Before we get too far into the how Incantation Nation um, was formed, we should also introduce our resident antagonist. That would be 
Neve Laughingbrook. Neve, are you on air with us? I am. Okay, Neve. So you, I'm going to keep to a two minimum, uh, two minute maximum, <laughs> because you know you could go on about the secrets that you know about Hedera Vinewood and Village Laughingbrook. But if you I, could, I uh huh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so if you had only two minutes to communicate mm. the most important aspects of you, Neve Laughingbrook, what would you want our listeners to know? Go. Hi, my name is Neve Laughingbrook. <laughs> I am 23 years old, and I'm a third-generation witch after my mother and my grandmother before her. Um, I have been raised in the community my entire life, and that has given me a wholly unique uh, experience as a pagan and as a person in the world, just as a as a concept. I don't know. I think... What else can you tell us? <laughs> that about you, or about your craft, or whatever. About me and about my craft... 30 I seconds. Mean, okay, okay, okay. I'm um, just kidding, Debbie. Well, now I'm rushed. Um, I, would, I, uh, I would have to say that it's going to be about the care and keeping of my community just because, I mean, I was raised in this community, and this community is the most important thing to me, like my – because it is my family – and my family is a combination of both my uh, close blood relatives and this family that we have scrapped together. Wow. And now she called us scraps. Yeah, I heard I that. mean, I needed to call it as I saw it. <laughs> no, it's true. I uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I, I love this okay, community. Okay, well, you made, you made yeah. an economy of your two minutes. <laughs> Well, but I'm don't worry. getting interrupted. I can't have a concise two minutes oh, of explanation burn. about me and my <laughs> Sick burn. Go ahead. I'm going to give you a bonus uh, minute and a half. Oh, what about what? Oh, God. Okay, never mind. <laughs> don't worry. Well, I'm happy I to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm very excited about being on this podcast and being a part of uh, – this podcast and being a part of this community and I love everybody and everything. Aw, we love you too. Aww. Thanks. Thank you. She's going to offer us some top quality antagonism, citizens. I hope you realize <laughs> that um, Neve is the antagonist to my protagonist. So it's going to offer some serious commentary. I expect that Bradwick, lead engineer, is going to have to, at some point, you know, break up some verbal accosting that happens. <laughs> it's, it's the verbal equivalent of the Tasmanian devil just kind of whirling dervishly through the house. But um, I hear the giggles in the background from our <laughs> beloved station manager, Pam Kelly, are you on the phone? Pamela? 
Okay, I'm gonna I, I had to be now. unmuted. I am here. I am okay, here. Panet. Tell us who okay. you are besides our illustrious station manager. I am Pam. Pam, I am. I've been doing radio since the 80s, and uh, when terrestrial radio went away for the most part, um, except right. for like radio, um, I had some friends push me into trying to be there and lend what I can do for the pagan community. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, um, You're so And this is why this is why I do it because we need we need to you know have our voices heard um and all the as many voices as we can and to be community for each other in these times when we really need it and I didn't expect to cry (laughs) baby it's fine there's going to be a lot of crying on this podcast because uh, no, we're just kidding, guys. I meant like crying out with uh, <laughs> ecstasy is what I meant. <laughs> I I've been thinking about this. I mean, we had a we had a really fun, and and I hope you guys will let me you know open this up for for public because we had a really fun test show last week and it was a lot of laughing. <laughs> and expect that, expect that. But right now, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. like right before the show started. We're all like, everybody's got the butterflies, and everybody's ready to go, and right before the show started, boom. Probably the like worst thing that could, could happen. Yeah. yeah. So, but. Uh, so I'm here, and I I had worked with Pagans Tonight um, and as their station manager, and I reached out to Hedera years ago to have her on um, one of my podcasts is the best, and I moved not far from where she lives, and we just, you know, then more and more things started happening that we were like, yeah, I think right away we felt like we were kindred uh, from the yeah. first moment we talked, and then we found out that we both have the same genetic condition. <laughs> yes, uh, they yes call we it, did. They call us zebras, and um I'm just really excited to be able to give the village a place to meet and have a voice. And this is the reason I love loved radio and the reason I love podcasting is that this is, I say, it's a far more intimate medium than, say, television, YouTube, whatever you, whatever mediums, other mediums that you connect with, uh, and most yeah. podcasts, and most podcasts, because all those other ones are passive. You are an audience. Right. We we feed you. Here, listen to the song. Here, this is the news story. This is a piece. <laughs> no, with with this podcast and with everything on on Witching Hour Spellcast and and the way right. that I've tried to be a podcaster, in including my my I do some political podcasting too, has to be a, a, a give and take. It's it's dynamic yeah. and. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm really excited by having the village involved because it's not just the three of you. It is the right. village. Right. It is the village. Absolutely. I really, can I really, can I, can I break a rule and, and, and talk about politics real quick because of what happened? No. Please. No. 
Well, yes, you know what I believe. Okay. I'm, but this is your show. Um, and right now, everybody is stunned. Everybody on both sides of whatever color they are, except for orange people, are stunned with what's happening. Um, right. And and it would be a lie to to think that even even people who are not on the same side of the fences as RBG um, aren't scared. Right. Um, and we we have an election coming up. Uh, I cast my vote yesterday. I did a mm-hmm. I asked for an absentee ballot and 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 I brought it in. And this morning I got a phone call saying that they have accepted my ballot. Um, they won't tabulate the ballots until later. Uh, the reason I know a lot of this stuff and I know the, the, the tools that I can follow this is because I'm on the voter protection team and we live in the state of North Carolina. I'm going to do the, the, the cry that I give, I do all the time. It's great if you vote. It is awesome that you vote. It is amazing if you can bring your friends to the polls. But now great. is the time to get involved. And I personally am signing up poll observers and other people to monitor uh, to protect our vote here in North Carolina. Wherever you are in the United States, because I made the joke last week, I'm not going to ask for foreign help in this war. In this uh, war, <laughs> there you go, audience slips. In this election, I'm not going to, you know, please would reach out. If you want to, you can reach out to me. And I'll try to point you where you need to go in your state. But actually, you know, what we, I will do is I'm going to post. Um, Pammy, if you send me the link um, that I can post on the Incantation Nation Facebook page, um, it's a a very easy click for folks to go find out exactly what they need to do. Um, in the state of North Carolina. And I will also post a link to how to make sure um, if you are in the continental United States as well as, um, you know, the U.S. territories as well, um, that you have a way to get to your voting resources because now is the time. I mean, I believe... The vote, Pammy, is what, 48 days away or 47? But um, I, have a, I don't Pam- know the time. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know the exact date. I do know that we're four weeks away here in North Carolina for the early voting to start. Right. And so, and I took my first training as a poll observer um, today and. I'm really excited with what North Carolina is doing. Um, so there's a lot of, I just had a, had a conversation with somebody online during all this and they're like, well, do you think the, 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 that the vote's really going to matter? Please wipe that out of your, out of your head. Wipe that, any thought like that, because as long as we can, as long, you know, I, I, I posted a picture of what's on the back of my phone. It's a quote from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It says, women belong in all the places decisions are being made. And that's just not women. That's immigrants. That's people of color, uh, specifically African-Americans, black people in this country. That's pagans, mm-hmm. Wiccans, 
heathens, whatever you want to call yourself, we all have a voice and that voice is our vote. And that's the thing that we have to, she, her last words, according to NPR were, uh, was I, 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 uh, I was wishing what, let me find it. It says like something to the point of, I wish that I could have, uh, Justice Ginsburg's deathbed statement is this. Most, my most fervent wish was that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. And she fought so hard. I know she did. We all know she did. Oh, yeah, no. we. I mean, when was she not fighting? I mean, I, I hear that you know, she gave people concussions because she fought in her sleep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> and that's what I love about Justice Ginsburg, as she, you know, travels this evening. So, um, Pammy, well, thank we you will for. Live. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. All I was going to say is we we live in the shadow of the work she's done. So we will always carry what good she has done for our nation. Yeah. And yeah. I thank her for that. I thank her as well. Pammy, um, what is the name of your voter protection group again, and does it have a website that people can check out the project? Maybe they want to volunteer. Um, Maybe you could get some poll observers from the uh, Incantation Nation. I can uh, give everybody and, and publicly share the link for the briefing, uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and, and share that with you. And if you want to share the link for the briefing uh, to get the poll observers, uh, we I'm sorry we have to vet them because we just don't want anyone showing up and who might be working opposite of what we want. I mean, we really need volunteers, but we we're afraid of, you know, if we say sign here, that it's going to be like a Trump and Tulsa thing, but the other way around. Yeah. Maybe. I guess. They do know how to use their computers. No, actually, yeah, so, it needs a lot more vetting than we've seen in years past. So I don't think anyone's going to object to you having standards and criteria. It's refreshing, right. actually. So, so I think that's great. Yeah, yes, we don't will, want people... We want to, We don't want this to be like the the as as much as I loved the TikTok nation. Oh my God! Thank <laughs> you guys for buying all the, getting all the tickets for Trump's thing in Tulsa. Yeah, um, We 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 don't want the reverse to happen to this project. It's right. too important. There's too much at stake. Too right. much at stake. Right. So. All right. There you go. Well, thank you for introducing yourself, Pam Thanks Kelly. Thanks for giving me this. Of course. Thanks for giving me a chance. To... Yeah. You guys well, we rock. Adore you. you guys, I adore you all rock. of you. And and again, anyone that's listening to this first this first show and going like, oh my gosh, it was pretty. No, that's not what this this. We're right now. We need to take time to 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 reflect, regroup. And yeah. yeah, the laughter, the laughter's there. You just laughed. Right, I did. I did yeah. laugh. It felt good <laughs> to laugh. 
I hope it happens again. Um, okay. So what I'm going to melt about, off into the distance. Oh, I like that. Go be gelatinous. I, I hear it's be, trending. I will be a mess. Okay, I, I, I love you. I'm not really... Yeah, um, well, and, and just to make sure that, that the the board genius god knows I'm going to be here in case he needs me to call upon me. <laughs> Looking at you, I shall drag you. <laughs> yeah, I will drag you out from the abyss if we need you again. Yay! Okay, I'm going to go and cry some more. <laughs> love you. All right. Be strong. Love you, too. So um, we talked a little bit about how Incantation Nation. I've got a run. The Incantation Nation formation. um, We talked a little bit about the how. But now I guess, um, Bradwick, I would love for our listeners to hear why you felt in, that it was important to form Incantation Nation. What was it that caused you to, you know, say this to me? What were you hoping that this um, podcast could could address? So why why was it important to form Incantation Nation from your perspective? Um, Well, so from where I was coming from, uh, back when I I had originally approached you, um, I was in the mindset of um, I need my people. You know, I need... right. Uh, I, I, you know, I know that I, I, cause at that point I knew, oh gosh, I, I'm heading in to months and months of isolation. I'm right. going to move to all virtual communication. I, I need to know that there's something there. I need to know that I, I have my, my, my people nearby. And I knew that if I was just sitting there thinking that, thinking that, you know, well, and I this, believe, this, um, I believe you contacted me the same day that George Floyd was murdered by the Minneapolis uh, Minneapolis police. Um, And, you know, you contacted me and said, you need to talk. And I'm like, I can do that, but I'll do you one better. Um, but I think you called me that same day. Was is that right? I mean, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's accurate because it, it was. Um, I was actually just cycling through our old messages to see if I could pinpoint it, but I'm pretty sure that's accurate because I remember when I joined Floyd uh, when 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 he was killed, and then immediately. Like a string of events mm-hmm. started happening, and I just I yeah. saw that it, things weren't going to be good for a while. Um, right. And and you know I I just I knew that if I was sitting there having these thoughts that there was someone else out there 
having the same thoughts mm-hmm. and that there's other people that were feeling lost and, and confused and, and didn't know where to place certain emotions. And I knew that, like, I wasn't the only one, but I wanted, yeah, I, I had, my intention was to ask you as the, you know, the, um, uh, the matriarch, if you will, of the, the village to, mm-hmm. you know, call everyone together and, and, and see if we can collectively work together to mm-hmm. fix things. Um, you know, because right. I was sitting around like, I know that there's like 500 you know, witches on this group. Why can't we do something? Like, let's, right. let's go, guys. Let's, let's do it. Let's do the thing. I know that we're all doing our own thing, but let's all do like, let's do an app. You know, and then yeah. it kind of evolved into a discussion about, you know, getting um, our voices and our stories out there. Um, you know, as the description in tonight's show is uh, where every voice is a revolution. Um, Absolutely. And so I think that's definitely where this is going. So did I answer the right. question? <laughs> you did. Check plus, Bradwick, you get an A. Good job. Um, you totally, you totally answered um, the question. Um, I think that my why was that, and there's actually members of our virtual community, which is um, Village Laughingbrook, and it's it's a community that is online on Facebook, and you can look for Village Laughingbrook. L-A-U-G-H-I-N-G-B-R-O-O-K, and that's um, all one word, uh, Village Laughingbrook. And that village was an outgrowth of the fact that folks who had come to the ancestral art gallery and shop that we um, had in the center of Huntersville um, those folks missed each other. And I realized that something bigger was happening between just people coming in to purchase art or high-quality, you know, um, witchcraftian supplies for their rituals or, you know, other ceremonies and uh, private practice. But the village showed me that there was a need, a mighty need for folks to find each other, but in a more, um, I guess, efficient way. I mean, because the shop was not 24 hours a day. It certainly felt like that for me sometimes. Um, But we had a really (laughs) strong and loyal um, uh, base of people, and we opened in 2014, so six years ago, and it is, we are coming up on our sixth anniversary um, on September 22nd, which I believe is next Tuesday or Wednesday, um, but Maiden, the fall equinox, um, being about balance and how to achieve that, I 
totally um, agreed with Brad um, because I had been thinking about, okay, so the shop transitions into a online virtual village where we can all talk and share camaraderie, share, you know, um, stuff about our practice. And then the idea about a podcast had been flitting around in my brain. And then I did get that fateful call um, from Bradwick. And I said, you know what? Yeah, this needs to happen. And it needs to happen now. Um, because we had already been shut down and quarantined because of COVID. And I believe that happened on March 13th, which was the same day that Breonna Taylor was murdered um, by police uh, police brutality and no-knock warrants. And then uh, COVID pandemic really took off after that. And then the George Floyd killing happened. And I said, this needs more. And when Bradwick called me and said, we need to have access to each other and folk need to hear these voices um, in a podcast, I agreed completely um, with that. Because if I couldn't get at you all physically to see you and spend quality time, then we could at least hear each other's voice. And as the great Bob Woodward said, you know, hearing each other's voice has a largesse. It has a magnitude that reading written words on a page can't carry. And I agree with that. We can message each other and share on, you know, online but we need to hear each other. We need to hear the cracking of someone's voice, whether it's in pain over the loss of, you know, a matriarch in the community or the ecstatic craft or giggle craft that folks are feeling. Cause we want to hear also what people are celebrating, um, simply, you know, what we're mourning or what we're bitching about. Certainly we're going to make plenty of room for uh, <laughs> witchcraft bitchery. That's that's definitely going to be a thing. Um, but I felt that the why was that we needed to get at each other and that we had been away from each other for far too long. So that was my why. Um there's a nation of us, and I think especially noobs who are new to witchcraft or recently converted, like uh, Bradwick shared, <laughs> um, they need to know how large the community is. It's not – they don't have to be in, you know, their bedroom practicing alone. They can have the input and support from other practitioners. And I think that new folks often, um, no, actually not just new folks. I've met some old hats who are not necessarily aware of um, all the different gatherings and events and how big our community 
is. It's a nation of people which fed into the title of the podcast, Incantation Nation. Um, so at this point, Brad, I guess I would like to ask, put you more on the spot, what do you see the purpose of Incantation Nation being? Like what do you see, what service do you see this podcast providing to our listeners, what do you what do you hope they come away with um, after listening to our podcast? Hmm. hmm. Well, um, I, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, and I I still there there's several things. I mean, there's there's so much that I want to see people walk away with, and I think as um, as people continue to tune in, they'll see that, you know, each show is going to offer something different depending on what kind of events are happening, depending on what kind of um, feedback and, and emails and phone calls we get in. Um, I definitely see uh, this um, or Incantation Nation being an opportunity to mm-hmm. reach reach exactly who needs to be reached but reached isn't a word well it is now so um <laughs> no it is know, it's, it's, okay. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um, it's, it's not just for the, the the people who already you know have been in this for years and years and, and know what they're doing it, it's just right. as much for the you know the the <laughs> teenager with you know, nowhere to go in their room and, and they know that there's something there, but they can't quite right. tap into it and they're, you know, scared. They don't want to ask those hard questions. Um, you know, this is for that, that witchling um, that stumbles upon us on Google because they're trying to Google search what the heck's going on with them. You know, this is right. for, um, you know, teaching opportunities, being able to help the the nation when they call in. Um, we are so able to do that. Yeah. Sorry? So resources. Yes, yes, to provide a resource. And, I mean, all you need to do, Nation, is, you know, send us an email, <laughs> reach out to us, because when you reach out to, right. to the podcast, I mean, right behind right. that name, there are so many people at our disposal that we can, you know, tap into to help where we can. Um, okay. For me personally, I am kind of, I guess, still part of that witchling phase. I'm still figuring things out. I'm not going to say I know a lot of anything because I'm not or I don't, and, and there's always room to learn. So I'm always – you will hear you me You know a lot and, of anything, Bradwick. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, there, there are going to be more experienced – People that tune in and Bradwick's going to say something and they're going to be like, I don't know if he knows what he's doing. Oh, um, but... <laughs> yeah, Bradwick's um, going to be, Bradwick's going to be the humble part of the show and I'm going to be the arrogant. How about that? You want to do that? <laughs> We're going to do that. Good. Sounds good. Okay. Um, Wait. Um, it, it's going to be as much I mean, you you've mentioned your your classes that you've had at Laughing Brook that I was 
unfortunately unable to take part of at the time. But um, through these right. shows, Pete, there are going to be lessons that are going to be learned. Um, there's going to be a lot of materials that are going to be cited, works that are going to be in text that are going to be referenced to that I know I haven't heard of before. So I'm going to be digesting this as new listeners are too. So I think that's going to put us kind of on a good level to be able to have those conversations and and learn together. Excellent. And just so that you know, citizens of Incantation Nation, I have every intention of shocking Bradwick and saying things that (laughs) throw him for a loop. Um, So this is going to be fun. He's going to be, he's going to be our on-air test guinea pig, whereas the uh, resident antagonist, Neve Lafferingbrook, is pretty used to my penchant, my penchant for um, saying really scandalous and or instigative stuff. Because uh, I do like to provoke a situation. Um, so I do like to uh, drop shopping, you know, pardon me, let me say that in English this time, drop shocking little tidbits into um, the conversation to really kind of get at where, you know, what are people willing to lift their voice for. I mean, we call this the podcast for the uh, podcast for the revolution um, because finding your voice is revolutionary. Raising your voice is revolutionary. Um, And sometimes, I mean, I've been accused in the past of stirring the cauldron um, and provoking uh, hard conversations, um, you know, and cutting that with humor um, because hard conversations are absolutely critical and necessary. Um, and so I think a multiplicity of voices is absolutely required. We need a, and I know there already is such a strong diversity of individual and practice that is reflected in um, our listenership, um, whether or not there are already, you know, uh, villagers in Village Laughing Brook, but that diversity needs to be role modeled um, on a national and international level. I mean, we've got beloved villagers um, in contacts in Canada, in England, in Johannesburg, South Africa. We've got Australians who I hope to get on air because I make them say stuff and it just makes me happy. I pretend that they're all um, the Hemsworth brothers. Yeah, because that's oh, me. Nice. But mm. I yeah. know, no, it is nice. It is nice. Um, but something was said to me because when I asked, Um, Before we formed Incantation Nation, I did some polling and some questioning um, on the Village Laughing Brook Facebook page, and I asked folks, what do you need this podcast to be? What what purpose do you want it to serve? And this, mind you, this is in the throes of um, 
police brutality being showcased nightly on TV and all through the day and just feeling really pent up and angered and sad and afraid um, for all of that and wanted to be mindful of that and say, what do you guys need? You know, I didn't want to make any assumptions. And one of the answers that shocked me, not really shocked me, but it really was a cold bucket of ice water in my face, was uh, Terry Dewey's. I hope you are listening this evening. If you're not, we're going to have a problem. Just kidding. But Chip uh, sent um, or posted his comment, and he said, we need funny. We need comedy because we've had so much um, gravity and so much discouragement um, and so much fear about the current regime that's in place. We need a place to both cry and be angry and share as well as um, laugh. And I think that that's true. And I wanted to make sure that he knows and that you all know that we will strike a balance between gravity and things that need our attention and our hands um, on our spell work for, but that there's also room for scandal and levity. And we intend to bring a, a smorgasbord, um, a long table um, of topics and guest speakers and resources and segments to our listenership, our audience, so that they have um, a a place to feel all of the things. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel hope. all the things. All all of the things. Um, but to that end, I wanted to tell you all or share with you all uh, what you can expect to hear in the ensuing weeks, months, and years from Incantation Nation podcast. Um, In terms of content, more generally speaking, we will have um, an exposure to ancestral art forms, like what are some things that artists, pagan artists, witchcraftian artists, Um, and artisans um, can we bring to you to let you know that all forms of expression are valued and have a place and absolutely critical um, to the way that pagans and witches and heathens and occultists um, have to express themselves and that it is important that you do express yourself because raising raising one's voice um, in Incantation Nation is not always going to be heard. It might be painted. It might be carved. It might be sewn or knitted. It might be grown and harvested. And I want to have folks on that have these talents and backgrounds. And uh, I'm going to feature some artists and artisans 
um, that we carry in the shop um, and what their goods are and where they can be found um, as examples of ways for Incantation Nation listeners to express themselves. Um, Also going to do examinations of media representations of paganism and witchcraft and the occult um, so that we can talk about how we like or dislike um, the way we're being represented. So you will hear content um, that has to do with print pieces, whether it's books or magazines or blogs, um, and also film, because, you know, if you are still in quarantine, like I am, um, you consume a whole bunch of media imagery. So that's going to be film and streaming platforms and stuff like that. So if you all hear um, or see media representations that you want us to know about and talk about in this podcast, I absolutely encourage you to get out your quill and ink and start drafting a list of uh, recommendations for us to revisit or um, bring into the podcast so that others in Incantation Nation can also see that and understand its impact on paganism and witchcraft and the way that we're represented in those media. Um, Folks can always, as our illustrious station manager, uh, Pam Kelly alluded to, craftivism. And I should probably trademark that word. But craftivism is what you can do instead of choking out Senator Mitch McConnell. Ooh, did I say that? Yes, I did. But um, (laughs) craftivism is ways that you can be active. Um, What I've learned over the past 38 years of my practice is that um, witches don't really do well sitting on their hands and doing nothing. Um, It seems as though we have a uh, genetic intolerance for spectating or sitting idly by. I find there is a much higher uh, proportion of practitioners of craft than other um, spiritualities will say that take what they're feeling into their own hands and they do something about it. Um, So it's activism by craft practitioners. And so it's craftivism. And I'm going to give myself a check plus on that one for being clever and witty. Thank you for the canned laughter, Bradwick. I love you so much. Um, But another thing, and, and that will include um, talking about opportunities for people to um, join craftivism. So if folks have activism that they want to send us to our email address, and which is incantationnation2020 at yahoo.com, send us um, 
those suggestions or events, and we will make time to make sure that the rest of the nation of listeners um, has access and um, intel on those things so that they can choose to join if they uh, wish to do that. Um, Also, we're going to talk about socio-political challenges and socio-political opportunities or heads up where I believe or Bradwick believes um, that there is something going on in the witchcrafting community that we may have stumbled upon that we feel um, that you all are needing to know about. Um, We're going to bring those to mind, whether it's, you know, law changes to um, from state to state as they apply to practitioners of craft um, or paganism of one type or another, or even if um, laws or policies have been passed that you all may not know about, um, or even town hall, things of that nature. Um, Other resources like print resources, um, things that you can get subscriptions to, Um, Also, events, like I alluded to earlier, like I said in the before time, we were able to gather at festivals and conferences. Um, We will make you aware of those because like I um, said earlier, those have converted to a COVID format, which means online or um, YouTube channels and you know, things of that nature. So as we come across those resources, we will pass those along to you all. But even also safety issues, Um, whether that sounds like, you know, California forest fires or 17 hurricanes off of the coast of, you know, the Gulf states or the eastern seaboard, um, we share those things as as well. Um, We talked about a lot of safety issues when we were at uh, Lackenbrook Spellcrafting and Ancestral Arts um, because things like Pulse Nightclub in Orlando, Florida had a huge impact in our community um, because we have a huge queer contingency Um, I myself am a member of one, I mean, of that contingency. And all humanitarian issues are our issues. And in some cases, they are safety issues. And so we will be sharing those with you all. More specifically, um, what you can expect to hear from us in this podcast, and this is the um, segments that you can look forward to, and some of these names are great. The names of the segments are going to be basically our teasers. I don't want to get into a, a lengthy <laughs> explanation, explanation of each of them because the names will draw you in, surely, in and of themselves. But uh, Medicinal Brownie MD. And as some of you know, yeah. And so Medicinal Brownie is a little voice inside my head that comes front and center when I am managing the pain 
um, from my genetic disease. Um, and medicinal brownie MD has lots of crazy, crazy ass opinions. And I will be sharing uh, his wisdom from time to time and when he leans into the show. And that's one segment. Um, Last Laugh, which was the runner-up to the name of our podcast. I know that Neve Laughingbrook has definitive feelings about that, along with um, the Violet Robin, Isa Violet, uh, had really strong <laughs> opinions about it. Um, there will be another segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, another segment that will be featured um, on the show will be called Who Yanked the Altar Claw? And and that will be a segment where we see something happen in the witchcrafting community and we need to know about it. Like the most utter and complete screw up. Um, and I think that it, it's going to be a pretty hilarious segment uh, where folks can can share uh, stories about either ritual gone horribly wrong or, you know, other funny things that happened in the community. So who yanked the altar cloth is going to be, you know, those stories because those need to be uh, told as well. There will be a state of the nation, and by that I mean incantation nation, um, on the overall health and wellness of um, the pagan community as a national movement. Um, it can include ways that we're trending towards, you know, being higher function or, hell, even our dysfunction. We need to talk about these things because, there are some things that get swept under the rug in the witchcraftian community and uh, the pagan community that should not be swept except out the front door into the street in the broad light of day so that we can root out things that are problematic and condemnable that don't contribute to the health of our nation as practitioners. And then, uh, state of the nation can also include our victories and the things that we're doing well and that we're proud of. Um, and I'm squarely in that, you know, camp in that space right now because I, I really feel like we are strong and only getting stronger and we are experiencing huge victories um, that I think we should share so that people can think about that and derive pride, not just in their heritage um, in carrying on the ancestral ways and the old ways, but also in our current manifestation as a nation, um, things were really, really doing well. So that would be the state of the nation, incantation nation segment. Um, Thrice and once, and yes, this is Shakespearean. No, I'm kidding. It's not for thespians at all. Thrice and Once is going to be our practicum segment where we talk about spell work and spellcraft, whether it's botanical work or candle magic or, um, gosh, any other type of 
spell work that we do and how that can work and questions we get. And I'm listing these segments for you all so that you can be thinking about, huh, okay, questions I've got are, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm going to either put those on the voicemail line or send Incantation Nation an email, or I'm going to post directly to the Incantation Nation uh, Facebook page. Um, But thrice and once will be practical craft, you know, the hands-on part of spell work or ritual. Um, Then there's going to be Hedera's Holler. And that is going to be a very fun storytelling segment where we talk about the spoopily stuff. And um, we'll probably deal heavily with um, working with the others. And that can be spirits, ancestor work, um, talking with and having alliances with familiars or elementals or um, other voices in the holler. What's that, Bradrick? I said uh, deities. Deities, yes, deities. I swear to God, guys, I thought he said D&D, which is a real thing because (laughs) I really (laughs) – I'm for it. I know you are. I know you are. In one of the – uh, really fun get-togethers we're going to have um, is group D&Ds um, for old hats, those of us who have been campaigning uh, Dungeons & Dragons since the first edition. I won't tell you what year that was. You can go watch a, you know, a YouTube documentary on it. I'm sure it's out there. Um, but, yeah, D&D, but Deities will show up in Hedera's Holler and what it means to work with um, the etheric types, the non-corporeal types. Um, And then there's going to be Ex Libris, which is our pagan book review. And um, we're going to announce titles. Um, Ex Libris was also the Pagan Witchcraftian book club that we had that met um, once a month at the shop. But now we're going to kind of have a on-air book club. So we're going to talk about titles, and we'll let you know what those titles are. Certainly suggest, um, but that's going to also be a part of our podcast. And then... It's certainly this is certainly not an exhaustive list. If some of these um, go by the wayside in favor of more popular needs of our uh, nationals, then yes, let us uh, know what those are, and we will um, accommodate those. But um, Ex Libris is our book review segment, and last but not least, Neve takes offense. So this is Woo. a segment, yep, that I've allowed to give. Um, <laughs> I'm almost scared to say it, guys. Airtime to Neve. Well, <laughs> and it's funny, Bradwick, because where you are the noob, um, Nev is 
um, let's just say, has strong opinion about um, pagan purity laws. No, not exactly. That's what? not what it is. Oh no, see, she already gets the sense. Perfect. No, that's the perfect. worst way to Do describe I my opinion to... having. See, here she goes. It is so easy. You make me sound um, like an intolerant brat. See? Perfect. You guys get the picture. Neve is born and raised um, witchcraft, and so there are th- she, that she expects to see in the world that when she doesn't, she gets real inflamed. Um, okay, but and then there's... I, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. Can I? I'm gonna. Okay, it's, I'm gonna be Sorry, a part of this segment. I want to say my short piece. little thing about it. No, no, no. Do okay. Guys, so ne- first Neve, of all, Neve I has taken offense. I, I'm, I'm taking offense currently. Um, I didn't make this segment. Hedera Bindwood absolutely did, and I was invited to share the airtime for this specific segment. <laughs> I know for this. My opinion is my opinion, and it's not. I'm not an intolerant, bigoted asshole, but like, I, 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 I just. I should know. I said. I said earlier that I have a unique experience as a person who has grown up in the community. Not a lot of pagans have grown up in the community. I have. That's true. Um, And I'm allowed now. And so this kind of culture clash happens when I go out into the world and I see things that I don't understand because I grew up in a gender-neutral house, a pagan house, a uh, left a leftist uh, house. A kid ran around uh, like bare feet, like in the woods, like falling off of like hills and shit. And so, like things Proper are so in the upbringing. Yeah, so things are just very strange to me when I go out into the world. And so, what happens then is that I come back Mom. to uh, the house, or I come back to Laughing Brooks classes, or wherever there happen to be people who will listen to me and I'll just talk. And <laughs> apparently so some, thinks, apparently guys, some so people think th- it's funny. I'm not even sure when people are laughing with me or at me, but you know what? I'm getting oh, it. So I'm fine with it. It's, it's <laughs> just like Bradwick's uh, Bradwick's demonstrating right now. They're laughing at you, but with you, is, uh, uh-uh. is no, no, be- well, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, well, yeah. Okay. That said, anyone, anyone who has attended a class or seen Neve and I in public or has watched her roll into a ritual or rite or ceremony with a look of consternation and she throws something down, if she objects, you're going to know about it. Um, I don't know where she gets this opinionatedness from. <laughs> but uh, suffice it to say, when Neve takes offense, you know about it. And it's usually her reaction to something a muggle has done that she doesn't know muggles do. Um, yeah. Because, because she's been raised um, in the pagan community with you know, dozens of pagans in and out of our house uh, sharing meals and 
dropping off things or spending quality time. So it's it's fun to see her perspective, and it balances out uh, Bradwick's perspective because he is new and he is recently um, absorbed into the collective. That's for all you Chuckies and Trevors. Join us, Bradwick. Yes, join us. So uh, Bradwick has a perspective and a vantage point um, that I think is infinitely valuable um, because he knows what it's like to, and how hard it is to transition from, you know, an Abrahamic faith and value system and life structure to a pagan one. There's challenges to that. And, um, I think there's a lot of our listeners who could benefit from that. And we want to absolutely hear from, you know, both extremes and those in the middle, um, so that we can integrate those voices into Incantation Nation. Um, so yeah, those are the those are the things that you know we're going to cover, and those are the segments we are going to cover. Um, Bradwick and Neve, did either one of you have anything that you wanted to share or pick up on, or have I missed any points? that you all would like to bring to the attention of our incantation nation nationalist citizens? Yes. You go first. Uh, Anyone? No, that, what? What? Oh, they're fighting now. Okay, what do we have to do? Rock, (laughs) paper, scissors, lizard, Spock to get one of you to uh, go first. Nami, go ahead if you've got something to share. I mean, I think that we've we've touched on or at least discussed um, pretty much everything that I had in mind. But, I mean, I think it's interesting because you and Bradwick were talking about how the podcast came to be and it being a recent thing that happened. But mm-hmm. I can tell you that since the beginning of – Laughing Brook, as a person, I, I've been listening to podcasts since I was in middle school. And um, Laughing Brook started when I was a little sophomore in high school. And Aww. I know I was tiny. But I mean, I just, it's for me, this podcast has been in the making for years and years and years. And honestly, it's just been the natural evolution of the shop and the Laughing Brook community. Like, I always, I always knew that there was going to be other platforms that the shop was going to exist as and on. And this to me is not something that's uh, new to me. This is something that like we've had in the works for years. And like, it's, I mean, for me, it feels like an about time type thing. (laughs) We done should have been doing this. Yeah, I mean, I expected it when we first opened. When we first opened Laughing Brook, and we all sat at the black walnut table in the altar room. To me, that table where you would sit and you would um, you would write price labels for your little candles and for all of the beautiful art <laughs> that we carry 
and you would invite people in to work with the community altar and the ancestors altar and any other altar um, that we had, <laughs> or they would they would sit at the table and they would tell us their life story and tell us why they needed us so bad. And for me, that walnut table and those interactions that we had for like with our customers and with uh, the village, that was like the first podcast for me is just listening and being a part of the village stories and just because I wouldn't be a part of the conversation. I would just listen and hear what my people had to say. And this is for me, just the natural evolution of that process. And now I have, and now we have a podcast that even though the shop isn't a tangible, like a physical thing right now, it's always right. in our hearts. No, it's oh now we my have a podcast. You fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> now the now the podcast exists for people who cannot come to us right now, and even people right. who are people who are in our vicinity that can't come to us because of uh, the pandemic, or um, people outside of our vicinity that have heard about us but haven't been able to come right. see us and then the shop burned and then pandemic happened and now we have this medium for which we can reach those pagans who have only ever heard yeah. about us through the whispers on the wind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so yeah this this for me is not a new thing but I'm excited about it anyway I like that progressive evolution thing Neve, I really to do me, like that. To me, that. to me, the community is not a, and it's never been a still thing. Pagans are always moving, and they're always changing Dynamic. as a people, as a community, right. and as the the social uh, and political landscape of our nation changes. We change as well. We are an adaptive people, and this right. makes sense. This is the next step in our evolution. I like it. That was beautiful, Neve. <laughs> I'm just crying. Oh, yay. <laughs> um, yeah, but if I can't, you know, and, and she's right, guys, since I can't be an on-stage personality, uh, we might as well be on-air personalities. We've got plenty of charisma to to share. Um, uh, what about you, Bradwick? Is there anything anything that I've said so far that you wanted to comment additionally or share with our listeners? Um, let me consult my notes. Um, oh, I, I don't know. I love that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I take, I take the mean looking notes. Well, um, you're not a Virgo. I, you know, <laughs> no, I, I'm not. No, it's true. I am Other- not. Other signs can take notes, but, you know, Virgos are just perfect at it. We'll keep my sign a secret, and we'll see if Bill figure it out. Oh, Let's my that. mother. That'll, that'll fun. It feels like a 70s pickup line for crying out loud. What's Bradwick's zodiac sign? Okay, well, a Bradwick is single, so we'll just leave well, that one out tragically, I'll let that simmer. I, I have to, I've been sitting here quietly, not saying a thing, and Bradwick, I'm going to let you know something 
that if anyone is worth their weight in salt at knowing anything about astrology, you just told them what your sign was. And I have been wrong when somebody said that crap on me. So I'm oh, going to go ahead and, I did. and go back and I did. Miss. Oh. <laughs> I got, I, t- well, I got receipts, said Bradwick. Yeah. Well, see, I already did it. I already did it. I already said something silly. I gave myself oh, away. Good. We'll see ya. Well, you know, welcome to Incantation Nation. But I just, I'm so <laughs> oh. sorry. I thought it, like, deflated you when I said that. I I didn't mean to deflate no, 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 when I no, said you, that. You can't know. He's not deflated. Go ahead and stand up and own it. Okay, so let's see how this would have played in real life rather than on a podcast. Bradwick would have stared you straight into the eyes and make you wither <laughs> with his gaze. And he would say, yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I would okay. say so. <laughs> yeah. He's, ven- he's venomous. Put it this way. He can be venomous. That's your hint. <laughs> right? Bradwick? Yeah. Yeah. I can be. It happened today. Oh, my mother of Paul. Again. Is there a story? <laughs> okay. So, um, all righty. Well, like I said... If you all have uh, any last words, actually, before we begin to end the podcast, any um, closing remarks from either our resident antagonist, Neve, or uh, our lead engineer, Bradwick, or station manager, Pammy, you guys have any final words before I begin wrapping up? All I can say is the only reason that I was able to call Bradwick out is because I am the same uh, sun sign as he is. So yes. we're known for our yes. littleness. <laughs> your your yes. potential for venom. I like it. Yes. I like it. Um, okay, so no more final words uh, unless Bradwick or Neve have something dire to share. Yeah? No? Uh, I don't think I don't know. I don't. Oh my goodness! I don't know anything about Dyer. I'm just very excited to be a part of this, and I'm. uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm just. I'm so excited. Yay! Yeah. I am. (laughs) I am also excited. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to. meeting the rest of our nation reading, um, and, mm-hmm. and corresponding with them through our uh, email at incantationnation2020 at yahoo.com. Um, I am really interested to see how this continues to evolve. I'm, I'm really, really excited. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear from everybody. And, yeah, let's, let's encamp the nation. We are I want to totally say something good. since the show has started. Um, I, I've been on uh, watching the, the news in the background, and there was like two people sitting at the steps of the Supreme Court when we started, and here it is an hour and a half in advance, and the crowd is growing. So Absolutely. we started off with this news, but don't let it get you down because people, 
people, people are, are mobilized. Are strong. People yep, are mobilized. People are strong. Yep, they are. Somebody posted a tweet, let her death be a, uh, a revolution. So, I've got a chill thing. And we are the podcast for that revolution. And so... Uh, That's what it says right there. Before the yeah. show started, you had already said that, where every voice is a revolution. Synchronicity. There you go. Yeah, man. All about the magic. It's all about the magic. Um, but we want you to have that revolution, and we want your voice to be part of Incantation Nation. Um, and let us hear from you and what you have to say. Email us, again, at IncantationNation2020 at yahoo.com with your comments, suggestions, or uh, questions. We also have our Facebook page up and ready to roll, Incantation Nation Facebook page. Um, Our voicemail number is soon to follow, and our call-in number will be disclosed when we have our call-in segments. But I want to remind you that our platform is Blog Talk Radio. Share with your friends. Also, the station is The Witching Hour Spellcast and other podcasts on the Witching Hour Spellcast that you can look forward to. Tuesday nights is Pam at Porch with our station manager, Pam Kelly. And Wednesday evening is Gwion uh, and Phoenix, The Witches Next Door, and that's on Wednesdays. What time is Gwion and Phoenix um, show, Pammy? Uh, I would lie if I told you I knew. I just, Perfect I'm just here. People, people think that I'm, they call me benevolent overlord. You call me general. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm letting you guys do your thing. Because the bottom line is, here's the answer. Here's the real answer. What time is any show here? The witching hour. The witching hour. Of course it is. Uh, so Wednesday evenings is The Witches Next Door with Gwion and, uh, Gwion and Phoenix. Don't, try not to say those things fast, guys. Um, Witches, Whiskey, and Wit with Jason Mankey is on Thursdays. And, Bro of witch. course, pardon me. <laughs> Bro what witch. did you say? Yes. Bro Witch. Uh, Bro Witch. The you, you haven't heard witch. that whole story, Bro Witch. Bro, like bro, bra, bro witch. Somebody called him uh, a bro witch, and now you know it's a whole new thing, bro witch. No, Jason, no, I'm gonna score that right now. I'm gonna give that a <laughs> thumbs down. It's bad enough that there's brother true, you know, for um, oh, no, brat head Azatruar who make me want to slap them with the, you know, the Havamal. Anyway. So Thursday is Jason Mankey's show, which is Whiskey and Wit. And Friday, as you all know, is at 8 p.m. in Cantation Nation with yours truly, Hedera Bindwood and Bradwick and Neve. And all of this can be found on the Witching Hour Spellcast uh, lineup on Blog Talk Radio. 
Um, I want to say something also. else to that because I didn't, I didn't tell you this, and your Vogoness is probably going, eh, because we're on Stitcher, we're on TuneIn, we're on uh, the Apple Podcasts. I'm trying to remember all the different places. So look for us where you get, we're on, we should be on Spotify too. So as much as it's important to catch the shows live, the best thing is Mm -hmm. you can, you can play this. You can go home and listen to this and play it over and over or or, or share it with your friends. So there you go. Find us in all your favorite places that you can. And if we're not in your favorite place, let me know, and we'll try to get in your favorite place, because this should wow, be your new favorite a, place. That's kind of a suggestive comment, Pam, to tell people that we're going to show up in their favorite place. Okay. That's what <laughs> we right. as my sunshine do. We can't help it. We're just naturally productive. That is how the Pamit do for anyone that watches Zefranc. Um, if by any chance you liked the um, No Song Need Be Lost uh, poem that was featured at the outset of the show, you can find it and other pieces of my incantation and literary work on Hedera Bindwood wrote which is a page on Facebook where I have uh, posted my poetry, my incantations, my evocations, my invocations, my protestations. Um, but all of that can be found on Hedera Bindwood Wrote. And also, don't forget to go check out Village Laughing Brook, our uh, online community where witches hang out with witches and other practitioners of craft. Um, And it's a mixture of levity and gravity, and we like it like that. Um, So I'm just going to holler out my thank yous, and then we will exit the show. But first and foremost, Pammy, I want to thank you for um, being my friend and standing with me um, in my life and being someone who is a source of comfort and love and support. And I want to say thank you to you for, um, for giving us this room to make this magical space happen every Friday evening at 8 p.m. I would love thank you. That was See that? That was, sounding. Sounding. Oh. that was magical. That was magical. I like. There that. You go. Uh, I would also love love to think. It wasn't my text uh, message my... going off. <laughs> Everyone wants to know what Pam's notifiers sound like. It's it's a pretty cool uh, sound effect. We'll keep it. Um, I want to thank my producers, Bradwick and Neve, for being so supportive and beautiful and level-headed and clear thinking. Yeah. I love you guys. And you both are amazing. Um, I also want, I also want to um, throw out some thank yous to my silent support person, Aaron Sovereign for hanging out and being the best um, housemate that never spoke 
And you aren't likely to hear her on air, but she'll be there. She'll be there. I also want to throw out some big fat love and thank yous to my coven um, for being supportive and vigilant and loving and scandalous. Um, Aaron Sovereign, you are one of those. Herta Ripenvale, Grom Goat Spirit, Sikosha Siduri, Neve Laughingbrook, Laurel and Searsha, because I know you're listening, and Amon Morningstar, who is our most recently collected covener. So... You have been listening. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself. But you have been listening to Incantation Nation. And we look forward to hearing your voices raised next time. So, Bradwick, take us to bed. You got it, boss.